I just tell you my one major, major pet peeve? Sure, sure. Okay. And it, it's happening a lot because of the news and stuff. I hate it when the most widest of, of newscasters always puts, like, a Latino accent on Latino words. I'm like, I don't... I It drives me nuts. I'm just like, stop it. You're white. Just just say it's Brazil. Not Brazil. Okay? Stop it. <laughs> the thing that, that drives me nuts is they don't do that when it's a Japanese word. They don't like, like Tokyo. Or, you know, they don't do it like Paris. You know? <laughs> just do it with yeah, Latin words. Paris. I well, hate Paris. <laughs> I hate it. It drives me nuts. I'm just like, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I've, I've noticed one that I have, like I get a lot because you get people, they'll, they'll talk about, especially around now, they'll talk about like their favorite stories and, you know, things like that. Then someone will bring up Frankenstein. And every time someone brings up Frankenstein, you have that douche nozzle like, actually, it's Frankenstein's monster. Frankenstein was the doctor, and they got that smug look. Uh, you like, just have to look at them as like, hey, guess what, motherfucker? The book, you know, the book that's actually mostly told from the perspective of the monster afterwards, it's his fucking journal. He actually said, I am, he's talking about his father, his mm-hmm. father, the doctor. So he considered him uh, Frank, uh, Victor Frankenstein, his dad. So that makes him a Frankenstein. That's why I, I always tell people that too. I'm like, well, if you think <laughs> and my other pet peeve, I know this is something so stupid, but it drives me nuts. When someone's like reading off a card number or a phone number and they say, O instead of zero. I'm okay with that. I'm it sorry. It drives me nuts. It drives not me nuts. Spin up time back, <laughs> back east then, man. So, to the point, are uh, people who have accounts with us, their passwords are like combinations of letters and numbers. That's, That's what I know what they mean when they say, Oh, like they'll say, all right, it's one, eight, Oh, four Q B. I was like, oh, that's always in the number. It's like, oh yeah, I'm already in, dude. No, I, it's what, <laughs> that's 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 my other thing. It's just like, oh, don't do that. I can't, I can't, I can't fault it. I do it way too much. I do it way too much. <laughs> all right, we probably get a show on the road. Oh, it's already on the road. Oh, oh, we're re- no, we're truncating. We're truncating <laughs> it right there. We're stopping the pet peeve talk because we're going to try to do a thematic show, god damn it. No, uh, we're stopping there. Okay. okay. All right, hello and welcome to another episode of A Brother Squirrel. That is Nicole. And that is, I think you're Bob. Last time I checked, you were Bob. Are you a pod person or are you really Bob? Well, technically, I am a pod person because, you know... Oh, well, you are a podcaster. Ah! 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 Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) I can't be a pod person. They have good physiques. (laughs) And they don't think that they're an emotionally dead robot. I'm constantly worried that's the case. Pod people wouldn't have that sense of dread. They would have the glory of knowing. That was deep. Well, that's a good start. That was deep, man. No, it was depressing. I kind of <laughs> just... Is there any beer? No, there ain't bloods. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So after this nice little, you know, lack of episodes for a bit, because, well, as always, life uh-huh, finds a way of screwing you in the pooper. It really does. <laughs> Woof. I've had yeah. so much work I've had to do lately. Oh, It, it happens. It happens all the time because we're understaffed. 
So if you guys want a job, contact Bob. Dear God, no. (laughs) I've talked about work on here. Do I really want people who have heard me talking about, you know, poop etiquette and weird, weird discharge talk? Because I know I've talked about it at least a couple times. (laughs) I do not want those people to act. I'm a supervisor. I don't (laughs) need that kind of stuff, man. No. (laughs) So how are things, Nicole? Uh, Things are things. It's been kind of um, a... a uh, roller coaster of a ride this week. Let's just say that. <laughs> well, I actually, I actually was up in your neck of the woods. I, I had a good time. I went to Anime Bonsai, so that was really fun. Um, and then just some drama went down w- with a friend, because her family's a bunch of douchebags. So, fun. yeah. But Anime Bonsai was awesome. Have Have you ever been there? Ever once. Oh, he should go. Although I did learn from a very hipstery friend of mine, that bar that's in the Davis, that hotel, uh-huh. is really, really good. Like, it used we're to be my friend's very... bar. It used oh, to really? be my friend's bar, and then she, she sold it. And she um, uh, she owns the bar called the Summit Lounge, which is right outside. Nice, because, dude, it is so relaxing. and It's a nice bar. Their yeah. P's and Q's are actual P's and Q's. You get mm-hmm. a quart, you get a quart. Yep. I fucking love it. Yep, that was that was my my friend's uh my friend's bar, but the the, the rent inside the hotel was Probably was too much. That's ridiculous. why she yeah. that's why she sold it to them, and she started a new bar just literally outside. It's right across from the cools there, so. Huh. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So go say hi to Sammy Evans. Tell her that Nicole sent you. <laughs> well uh yeah a good solid third of our people are from from the area that listen yeah. to us so, so. ah i was doing some spices and they were on my head and i just rubbed my eyes holy shit this is what a shit are you show doing I, I had spices on my hand apparently and then i rubbed uh, my eyes i'm blind what, oh, am, what am i gonna do with you Oh, dear God, dude, this is coming into a shit show. So, let's <laughs> please hurry up and change this subject, because Jesus shall, Christ. We shall oh. do that. <laughs> okay, so, figured for today's episode we'd do at least a little bit of a thematic thing, because since Nicole's our resident uh, comic expert, well... Oh, I, I want to say, say expert! <laughs> like, she's the one who keeps more up to date than I do, because for some reason... Well, I shut it. You, you, uh, I, <laughs> I just I'm... haven't been to a comic shop in freaking ever, and me, uh, well, no, no, yeah, I just haven't been in a comic shop in ever. So yeah, my, I, I'm kind of lagging with my comic book life, and it sucks because I've got like a stack. I'm talking. I think I have like a stack of fifty, and I'm like, I've got to read these at one point. <laughs> they, my, I've my... actually bought them though. Yeah, I've As bought I them. Just stopped. Yeah. I, I haven't. The only comics I get nowadays are at work when that uh, that commission line, I get one of the Amazon gift cards in it. Mm-hmm. I'll buy some uh, trade paperbacks on Amazon and they're all they're all indie comics because those are usually eight bucks uh, for cool. like six issues. So, hey, which is ironic considering single issues are like five bucks. Indie comics are expensive. Man. They are. There are. 
But sometimes if they're really good, they're really worth it. So. Oh, yeah. So I figured we'd take a few comics and introduce them to you. I Do you want to go first or do you still need to say? Uh, no, no, I, I'm... I'm... Because I, I want to get into the spirit of things, so I'm, I'm looking up. I'm trying to refresh my memory from a comic that came out two years ago, but it's it's awesome. So go ahead. You go ahead. Because okay. I'm, try- I'm, 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 I'm trying to remember the characters' names, and that's like the main point of what – so I'm trying to look up the character. Oh, I've read Volume 6 of Saga. Huh? Just looked over in a Saga. Volume 6 is still laying there. I haven't read it yet. Son of a bee. I need to borrow those from you. <laughs> Yes, you do. Saga good. I need, I need to get caught up. All right. I'll start with the comic. Some people, apparently when I was talking to them about them, they uh, heard that it was by the same people who did Saga, and I'm bad with doing my back roll stuff. So, this comic is called Low. Low, okay. I actually had the first two issues of that. So I know what it's, I know what it's somewhat about. Again, not a comic safe for work. Oh, no. Oh, so, I don't know what I do when I'm thinking. I'm like, I'll oh, just take this to Okay, this is not appropriate. So <laughs> Basically, the setup for it is the, the sun got super hot. Kind of can't live on the surface anymore. Oh, I thought you were like, oh, he's going to become a stripper because he's so hot. I'm <laughs> just kidding. What? The sun, you know, like sun daughter. Oh, the sun was oh so hot. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bad joke. I apologize. Usually, I don't realize an episode is going to be a very special episode until I'm editing it. Jesus Christ, Nicole! <laughs> you know what you me? Holy shit! You do what you got into when you invited me. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> Come back, Jake. <laughs> okay. Oh, so. fine. I'll just go right now. Hello. Oh, you really think I can't have a schizophrenic conversation with myself? You obviously oh. have not met me. I've seen you do it. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> the comic low. Got it. <laughs> so the sun sun's doing its sun thing where it's going all scorch earthy. And because of the radiation, you can no longer live on the surface. Apparently, this... These this telling of mankind had all this technology and they chose to live to live under sea, under the sea, under the under sea, the sea. <laughs> instead of taking that technology and flying it in space. That right there is a huge the whole time I was reading it, I had this like, I'm sorry, but there's more because pre- uh, isn't there supposed to be more pressure under the water than there is in space? I learned yes. that from Farscape. <laughs> I learned that in science class. <laughs> well, you had a better science class than I did. But I, uh, so it's all about this, this pragmatist and his, in his, in his uh, manic pixie dream girl of a wife who thinks, oh, she's an eternal optimist. And there's even like a fucking religion based around optimism and shit. And it's really, okay. There's a lot of things you got to wrap your head around with this comic. It has some stupid setups, like the religion based on optimism. Uh-huh. But she thinks, hey, we need to go out into space. We found – or like she keeps sending out probes to find uh, find Earth-like worlds. Well, they finally find one – or they she thought she found one. So she sent a probe out to come back, and the probe would come back in 10 years. But instead – her and her husband were going to take their daughters out on their first real voyage as the protectors of the city because basically the city's going to shit. The oxygen's getting bad, hardly any food. 
which is kind of what happens when you live in a tank under the water forever. Sounds like a good time. Oh, yeah. And, of course, everything goes straight to tits because they gave a time frame on, you know, when this probe was going to be back. So right away, they're besieged by pirates. The husband gets gutted. They take her, her daughters and they just leave them there to die. And nice. so, of course, the husband, you know, wants to die, begs to die. But she's being an eternal fucking optimist saying, hey, no, we'll get through this. We'll get through this. It's like, yeah, sorry, can't. Blarg, dead. So, of course, she keeps her optimistic shit on her for the most part. Until, fast forward, 10 years later, the probe comes back. And she needs to go out and find it because the, the dome's seriously fucking dying. Man, this, this is, makes me claustrophobic. And... Oh, it kind of is. <laughs> Her son's this, like, super, super smart guy who's really just a, a strung-out cop now. And so he, she grabs him, and they go out to try and find uh, the surface, because basically they have to go to the surface, because that's where the probe landed. And along the way, hey, look, they found their daughter, one of their daughters. The other one, the daughter they found was brainwashed by the person who kidnapped her. And it's really, it's really frantic. That's the problem with it. It's very frantic. You think it's got more to it? Sadly, I don't think I'm getting volume two. It's, oh, it's really? okay. The art is beautiful, but it's way too all yeah, over. Yeah, because that's what sold me when on the two issues I got, because the cover looked amazing. Oh, it is pure. Oh, my gosh. I was oh like, oh, God. this looks great. Yeah, so. It is. It's just so all over the place in terms of what it's wanting to do. And they they give you so much information in that first in like the first three issues. There's no questions to ask. There's no nothing. It's just yep, this is what's happening. Bye. Oh, dang oh. it! Because oh, I have found my daughter. Oh hey, I found my daughter. Oh hey, my daughter just led to find my other daughter. The end. That's it. Well, okay, all right. I'll get a little deeper into it. Yeah, come to find out, uh, the, him and her and her son are you know traipsing around. Uh-huh. They find uh, it was supposed to be a town of of uh, scholars. It was taken over by the by a bunch of pirates. Hey, come to find out, it's the pirates that kidnapped my daughters. One of her daughters is being a uh, was brainwashed into being the daughter of the guy who kidnapped her slash sex slave slash I don't fucking know what. They get busted. All right, so uh, she gets caught. Her son's trying to sa- uh, save the daughter though, and. Of course, he tells her, like, we didn't even know you guys were you were here. That's great. We didn't we couldn't even like we were trying to find the surface. We didn't know. Honestly, I thought you were dead. So, of course, she takes that some big affront like my real family would have saved me. Knocks him (laughs) out. He ends up becoming a gladiator in their weird fucked up fish fights. Yeah, they fight weird fishes. And it's and he ends up becoming some like Spartacus motherfucker. he's, He's Aquaman. No, no, Spartacus. Literally Spartacus. He's oh, really? fight in the in the in the um in the gladiator fights, but hey, everybody likes him. So he's basically like like, oh, we need to overthrow the blah blah blah. I'm Spartacus. And, oh no. Oh no, are you serious? They bust out the Yeah, they liberate everything. So it's him, the mom, and the sister. They're all gonna go, but the sister's like, Nope, I'm finding my other sister. Bye. That's it. Uh... It's it's so all over the place. It. Well, have you heard about the, the the second volume of? Have you talked to anyone about it? No, because I'm pretty sure I'm the only one I know who's read it. Uh... I'll probably ask uh, a couple of my 
other friends, see if they've seen it. But uh, it's 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 beautiful, but it's so kind of bland. I hate to say it, but it it just mm-hmm. couldn't it couldn't grab me. That sucks. Yeah. Dang it. What? Pray tell, have you were able to remember your comic yet? Oh, well, I got two suggestions for this Halloween season. <laughs> okay, toss me with one, then I'll hit you with another, and then back. Okay, we'll, we'll do you want the more family-friendly one, or do you want the one that's more adults? You tell me. I do not give two butts. Not two butts. Okay, uh, well, but... I'll talk about the not-so-family-friendly one, because I could go off on the family-friendly one, because it's just hilarious. Okay, the first one I want to talk about is called Hot Damn. It's IDW, and uh, it's written by Ryan Ferrier, who's amazing, and uh, drawn by Valentin Ramon. Now, <laughs> the, the covers are just amazing as well. So basically, there's this guy. His name is Teddy Graham. Just like the crowd. Yeah. And his whole life has been held because his parents named him that. But anyways, Hot Damn, he, he goes goes to hell. And he needs to try to get out of hell because he, during his life, he didn't come to tuitions with uh, his addiction. His addictions. And so, basically, hell is where you go to therapy. <laughs> and the demons are the therapists. Oh Jesus! <laughs> there is so many fun things about this. <laughs> um, Satan like wears like little sweater vest. And everything. <laughs> what the? F- yeah, but um, <laughs> what's the but name of this again? It's called Hot Damn. Oh. But then, then it has everything goes awry because he he gets out, and so he like brings on the apocalypse. So. Satan and God are in cahoots and like, hey, well, I guess we're supposed to do. It's just crazy. the The cops down in hell are little are literal pigs with dildos. They instead of instead of batons, they, they hit people with dildos. There's just so many crazy things about it. So plot-wise, is it just vignettes of people? No, issues? no, it's a, it's a it's a whole it's a whole story about Teddy Graham trying to get out of hell because he wants to go back to uh, his wife who he's wronged, and um, he kind of had like a horrible death. So, and um, so the first issue is like his whole time in, in hell and the nasty. I'm not. There's some things that are like. When he goes to the restaurants or stuff, it's like, oh, you know, toenails and hair for food, and it's 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 kind of nasty, but it goes with the the Halloween season. So he tries to get out of hell, and he, spoiler, he does, and he brings on the apocalypse. So, <laughs> so this poor guy Teddy Graham, his whole life has literally been hell, and his afterlife is too. <laughs> but and it, let's just say God is. In the comics is definitely different than one I've ever thought about. Let's just say he loves the ladies. <laughs> Again, it's a comic, not for safe for work. <laughs> so, but it's it, it's a lot of fun. It's just a it's a four part series. Um, again, it's 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 good for for the. I mean, the cover as um one of the 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 demon. Uh, therapist he's a goat and he's got the uh the seagull on his on his forehead it's pretty 
it's pretty cool. So, <laughs> and the, the artwork's amazing. Valentine does a great job. So nice. Yeah. So if you want something for the Halloween season, that's you know more adult like. There you go. So see see if Teddy Graham gets his happy ending, even though Biggity. he brought on the apocalypse. <laughs> All right, I'm sending you something right back. This okay. comic, this is the comic that I got with it. Okay. It is, its name, yeah, its name is Descender. All right. Okay, I have not heard. The of this story one. is it takes place. I think it's ten years after it. There is a, basically they run into the Celestials from Marvel. Just these okay. giant, these giant colossal entities. Uh, basically. We hit the iRobot stage in robot development to where robots are amazing. They're loving. They're they're just the best. Well, these big freaking celestial things come by and just wreck house. Wow, this is amazing artwork. Uh-huh. And people decided to blame the robots for it. They thought the robots called them. The robots were the reason. So... Basically, uh, the entire world turned into... If, uh, if the Blade Runners had creepy carnival sex with that i uh, with that that little scene in ai mm-hmm. where they go into the robot just kind of grinding factory not yeah. not jude law because you know you know he was the robot grinding factory <laughs> but, <laughs> seriously there's a weird pinocchio show for little kids and there's a gigolo bot what the <laughs> fun hell it happens this is what happens when Steven Spielberg tries to do freaking uh, Kubrick, which kind of found out. Did you know AI? Yeah, because that's what AI was. It was a story that Kubrick was wanting to do. And since uh-huh. uh, Spielberg was like a really good friend with Kubrick, they loved each other to death. He decided to try to make it as a Kubrick movie. But the thing is, though, the script itself was Kubrick trying to write a Spielberg movie. That's why it was oh. so weird and wrong, because it was – Two people trying to write and direct outside of their norm. They were trying to – It's think of like the gift of the Magi. Hmm. It was Kubrick trying to make Spielberg, but then it's Spielberg trying to make it a Kubrick. So it got this weird little – well, no, more photocopied. Let's get to the Magi. More photocopied. It was photocopied oh, okay. so many times you could barely see what it was supposed to be. It was really cool story. It's an amazing story. You ought to look it up, but uh, – Back to this. So it cuts to about 10 years later. They found a, a weird link between uh, the celestial, those celestial things and uh, in a, in a DNA kind of, you say, a DNA link between those and a certain type of robot. It was called the Tim. The Tim, I can't remember the basic, the full things of, but the, uh, the, uh, the Tim line, a bunch of little boy robots. Okay. So right away, the, a, the AI just... Because there are a bunch of boy robots that were created as companions, but and they and of course they were all dead because they were the most lifelike robots there were. So nobody liked them. They were the first to get got. Then they find one still alive on a mining facility because something happened. Everybody died, and he was just in sleep mode. Oh, I see a picture of him in little sleep. He's adorable. Yeah, yeah, he is utterly. Oh adorable. my gosh, how cute. And I uh, so it's about these two uh, space cops uh, tracking down or, and the creator of the Tim series tracking him down and trying to figure out 
how to combat these big ass celestials when they come back. But down on the mining facility, Tim, he has this stupid robot dog that I want to punch in the face. But he also has he made friends with a driller robot who likes to shout driller is a killer (laughs) because he fucking hates people and he will drill them and the skull meat. Oh, my gosh. I absolutely love driller. He is the best. But uh, so it's just all these people trying to and really, really, I kind of like the awesome revelation that happens in it. But I I'm loving this artwork. This is gorgeous. Oh, it is beautiful. And this, I will need to pick up the second volume when it comes out. Because holy shit, I had a field day with this comic. It was great. It was amazing. It was exactly what I needed it to be. And I wasn't, it had had a couple, you know, pacing issues. But honestly, it's a really good start. And, And it didn't tell you hardly anything. And if you want to grip somebody... You don't tell them everything in the first couple issues. Yeah. You can't because then, especially if it's sci-fi, sci-fi, you need people to want to understand any kind of fantasy you need. That's the biggest hook. Don't tell them, make them look it up like hell. What was it? Uh, Morrowind was like one of the first games I, I rented for my Xbox when I got it. Dumbest thing in the world is to uh, rent an Elder Scrolls game. Do you know why? Why? On average, it takes you about... It's supposed to only take you about 12 hours to beat, but literally it will take you 150 hours to beat. You know why? Yeah. You start walking, like, hey, uh, there's a place. Hey, there was a place. I'm to check this out. I'm going to check this I've heard about that, yeah. So yeah, Morrowind, when I first got it, or first rented it, wasn't a fan. Then I don't know what happened. I just happened to be online one day and I started reading some of the uh, lore just like that. I Mm. was locked in. And every time I hell, even every time I get back into wow, it's because of the lore. I'll read one of the books and I'll get right back into it just because a good story, a good story that makes me want to look further and delve deeper into it. That's the best that makes the person want to find the answers. And when they find the answers, one, it'll stay with them for a good long while. And two, they'll feel connected because they got their encyclopedia Brown shit going. They're like, I've discovered the clue. (laughs) It happens. And that's what you need in a good sci-fi story. It's great. It's amazing. And I'm looking for a good sci-fi story. This looks awesome. Even if it's just for the artwork. Oh yeah, the artwork. It's uh, dear viewers, uh, go Google, uh, Descender comic, and I mm-hmm. uh, just look at the really good. Now, who uh, puts this out? Image. Uh yeah. Okay. Yeah, Image cool. actually has been doing a lot better than they've. The they have been. They've had a good like past two or three years. So. Yeah. Well, I'd say decade, because they. I'm sorry. I'm yes. I'm going to say decade because. They had issues until Infinite, or until uh, Invincible. You know why? Mm-hmm. Invincible helped them make the universe. Because oh, eventually okay. it was a bunch of standalone comics, and if they, if they had it, I never noticed. I never noticed. But then here came uh, Invincible with all the, all the fake Teen Titans, and then you had the, uh, the fake Justice League. And that led on to them creating a new Justice League-ish thing. So now you had all these characters that you created 
that you can now expand upon and create stories of yourself. And it is, it, it, it blew up. Freaking one of my favorite comics from uh, Image was Brit. I loved it. Brit was a story about this guy, just this gruff motherfucker. His his dad was a uh, uh, basically experimented on his children. Oh, he is super like... old. He ages very slowly. He's also unkillable. Does he have super I, could, I don't know if I can handle that doing experiments on. Oh no, that was like that's that? just handled as an afterthought. It's just it's oh, it's just okay. it's just mentioned. Uh, well, it's but. For the most part, it's not that that prominent in the story. But does he have super strength? Nope. Can he fly? Nope. He might be like a little bit stronger than normal people, but he's just an unkillable dude. He'll just <laughs> wreck freaking face on everybody because he can't be killed. But his sister is basically Superman. She can fly. She's super strong. She's indestructible. And best part is they fucking love each other. <laughs> <laughs> So when he does die, you know, you can hear my quotations. She takes over as him because it's her damn brother. Of course she will. It's good. It's Brit. Brit was a really cool story. That oh. sounds like a good one. I've definitely going to have to do this descent. Descender. Sorry. Oh, Descender. yeah. Uh, so. Dude. Oh, God, dude. I have so many comics. People need to borrow. It's so good. <laughs> All mine are boxed up. So I'm just. Well, most of them are boxed up, so it's just like, okay, I gotta think. What do I have down there? I need to get some more bookcases. Shit. Uh, yeah, I, I've got the long boxes. So. <laughs> oh yeah, I I honestly am debating whether or not I could. I don't know if anybody could buy them. I probably have only be able to sell them for like three hundred dollars for my entire what uh, three long boxes and four short boxes because I I should just get rid of them. I haven't read them in ever. I always go back and like every once in a while I'll, I'll look through them. I'm like, oh yeah, this was good. <laughs> so. I'll go through. I should go through it and dig the comics I'll never get rid of. Like like the I, uh, what was it around 2003, 2004, the second run of uh, X Factor. Uh-huh. X Factor sucked. Technically, it was the third run because originally it was that uh, it was I uh, the original X Men. Then it was you know the edgy the edgy X Factor. Mm-hmm. What it was was. Jamie Madrox creating a detective agency with the most of the characters from the main run of X Factor, you know, strong guy, uh, Banshee or yeah, not Banshee, but Siren, you know, Wolfsbane, people like that, you know, mm-hmm. and I uh, taking care of awesome things. And the first thing they dealt with was they were originally going to figure out what happened to uh, no more mutants. What happened to M day? And he knew people knew. He knew that some that people knew out were out there because for some reason, Scott Summers wasn't trying to figure out the reason. And Scott Summers is a fucking Boy Scout. <laughs> Why is he not trying to figure out what happened to his people? And in it, uh, they they developed this nice little uh, alteration with his powers because uh, each dupe has a different type of personality, different imprint. And this is how the story started. And I think it was a, a miniseries. Richter an old X-Men character was, tr- was about to kill himself. Okay. Because mm-hmm. he lost his powers on M day. And he, he, the way he said it was like, it wasn't just, he couldn't just make tremors. He felt the earth. Nobody could understand it. So he never said it. He just feels empty. All he can find, all he sees when he closes his eyes is himself. He doesn't, mm-hmm. he can't feel the earth beneath him and it drives him insane. 
Uh, drive me crazy too. So <laughs> what I what Madrox does, he just like okay, and he just smacks his head a few times. Like, all right, give me your story. He's like, oh, life sucks anyway, so it makes point. It makes sense that he wants to kill himself. I was like, not you. Then he calls over the other one. He's like, what about you? He's like, eh, I don't really care because each each dupe has a different personality. And this other guy's like, everybody deserves a chance to live. Everything's amazing. He's like, yep, you go talk to him. <laughs> because he's a jaded fuck too, so there's no way he could talk to it, talk him out of it. Oh, so the dude goes up there and they kind of do the whole uh, uh, the whole narrator bit and at the end of it, and it was like, you know what? There's like I I completely understand. There's plenty of different types of heck, even us Madrox. There's happy Madrox, there's sad Madrox. Then every now and then you get a weird one. The X Factor. The thing that will do nothing they'll do the one thing nobody ever sees coming. And shoves Richter off the building. Hmm. Yep. <laughs> that was a dupe that is actually freaking psychotic. The now, and he eventually, he survived. You know, they got him safety. But now every time Madrox dupes, he never knows who it is. It oh. could be that one that's bat crap insane. And then they kind of find out that I... Uh, Technically, he's not a mutant, and everybody wants to fucking have that little story where it's technically a different type of person. Because, well, it makes sense. He he was he had his power since he was a baby. Mutants, unless you're a physical mutation, you don't have your power since you were a baby. Yeah. It was just a different type, and there was like the big antagonist for the first fourteen or twelve issues is three guys. One looks like Lopan, the other looks like his son, <laughs> and the other looks like his grandson. They're actually the exact same person. Oh. His power is he lives his entire life side by side. His entire that's like, he is that's his own timeline. He raised himself and gave and I now, and buried himself. It is the now, weirdest. Now something like this is this one of those comics you have to go back and like read two or three times to kind of understand it. No, no, because they all look the same anyway. It's just this. I am super super paraphrasing it, and uh, yeah. And oh, of course the 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 renegade one comes back again, but this time a little bit less crazy because when he was like making a bunch of dupes in the final battle, one of them just freaked out like I can't handle this, runs away, and of course so Jamie kind of lets the uh, younger version live. Like we can't, it's like because you're going, I already know everything you're going to do, and I already know how messed up timelines are. You have to do it. I can't make you not do it. I can't kill you and keep you from doing the thing you already did because time weird freaking things happen with time in comics mm. so because it was the younger one he was going to do it but he had already done it the things that had had happened had happened well but, <laughs> so oh the guy he gosh, goes into a sounds... closet and there's that scared that scared dupe just like i don't know what to do i don't know what to do and she's like it's okay did you just like not did he not pick you up and then he starts giving the same speech he gave Richter. Mm-hmm. And then he turns around and you see that he's covered in explosives and click. Oh, it was the X fact. Like it's oh, <sighs> the only problem with the series. There's this certain, there's like a few artists that are just the worst. It's oh, no. hard to say. Uh, I'm going to send you a link. I can never remember the guy's name. Cause he's not worth remembering. Oh, geez. That good. Huh? <laughs> oh God. He ruined the story. Are you talking about Liefeld? <laughs> no, 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 no. God, Liefeld's a god compared to these humans. Oh, are you kidding me? No. So, huh? I do. I, I look so pensive. Oh, know, there just... it is. I knew it was here. I knew it was here. Revelation. Yay. Let's check this, this out. 
is a page in the X Factor comic. Uh, what the? That oh, the person doing uh, holding up whatever that is—that's Monet. Yeah. Her whole thing is she's incredibly beautiful and perfect. She is supposed to be perfect. She looks like a WWE wrestler. She looks like somebody pooped and put clothes upon it. It yeah. is bad. And somehow, long shot, and yes, that stupid thing with the bandolier and the mullet, that's long shot, is uh, bigger than strong guy who is behind him. Huh. It's bad. Oh dear viewers, do not worry one bit. I will be putting this up on the uh on the on the Twitter. So remember, if you are going to do anything, just just hop up on our Twitter at ABQ Podcast. It's it's gonna be there. No one's boobs are that cl- up far up to their necks. I don't and care no how one's ribs are that misplaced with them. <laughs> it's oh my god! It's just it's so bad. And the comic and the art was so horrendous. I could not read it. Granted, the story was also utter shit too. It was complete bad. There was nothing good in existence, and it made me really dislike life. For once, uh, I had someone I did that made me hate comic art more than Greg Land. And yes, as bad as Liefeld is, at least that's his art. It wasn't whatever. Well, Greg Land just traces. There's no other way around it. He just takes uh, a picture of things and he traces it. Nine times out of ten, the thing he, the thing he takes pictures of is porn. He rotoscopes porn. Oh, he's one of those no, people. He is that person. Uh it was like, oh, how can he do so many comics? Because he traces. Not only does he trace things, he'll use the same shot in multiple different poses in the same fucking picture. Look at one of his splash pages sometimes. It is it is phenomenal. Oh, no. I actually like that guy's art. Uh, but yeah, it's bad. Like, there's some... There's some really bad comic art out there, but I mean, heck, you you got to do stuff constantly. It's it happens, but there's no excuse for that art. That'd be if I did comic art. I bet you could even do better than nah, that. No, I can. Uh, I have issues with pacing and yeah. <laughs> I like what I do, but it's not commercial. It's not that. No, that makes me sound like a douche. It's not marketable. It's not sellable. Pacing coin. I have only ever sold one shirt of my uh, of my uh, Unipug, and that was to a friend. Yeah, that Unipug was awesome. Yeah, and I need to I uh, I need to work on my uh, I need to get Photoshop working because I have a couple more. I have half drawn a uh, a Pugtopus, and I'm halfway through uh, working on a I. Uh, one is a Doctor Who pug. He's got the fourth hat. Oh, scarf. cute. And another one is a Loch Ness Pugster. It's just a pug with a really long neck with a snorkel. It's that really kind of freaking stupid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, it's, it's dumb and dumb. Uh, what am I doing? Okay. Oh, I'm pretty sure we're done, though. Oh, no, I got, I, got to, I got to talk about my second comic. Oh, shit, I thought you already did. No, 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 talk about no. your second, second comic, second comic, second comic. <laughs> yes, because this comic is one of my all-time favorites. It's amazing. <laughs> okay, so it, it, it started off as a one-shot, so it's 
uh, I forgot how many pages. Let me see if I can find it. Um, <laughs> sometimes they tell you how many pages are in. Well, it's it's $6. It's, well, it costs $6 to begin. And it was a one-shot. And then it did very good. They did a sequel. <laughs> so it's called Monster Motors. And it's just in time for Halloween for you guys to go read this. Please so, tell me this is in the same milieu as Vampires. No. <laughs> So, so basically, <laughs> one of my all-time favorite artists, and I've met this guy several times. He's a gem, Nick Roach. He he and uh, Brian Lynch got together and did this little co- this little comic. And basically, it's uh, I'll, I'll I'll just read what it says here in quiet town of Transylvania, Kentucky. <laughs> They're under attack uh, under attack from Cadlacula, which is a vampire oh! Cadillac. And it's amazing <laughs> because, because Cadlacula, you know, recruits all of his buddies, which is Laguna Buggy, uh, oh! Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hybrid, <laughs> and Van Helsing. <laughs> wait, wait, no. wait, wait, wait. The Count Dracula actually gets Van Helsing to help him out. That's just the matter. Well, no, 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 no. He is. See that? That's where you got to read it. There's a little twist to it. <laughs> there should be a twist. Van Helsing no, fights I don't, Dracula. No, there, there's a reason why. I cannot give it away. Oh. So, <laughs> but anyways, this is so, worse than vampires. No, no, no. Okay, dear viewers, you probably hear me actually – you're like, what is he bitching about vampires for? I have a stopped nose. V-A-N-P-I-R-E-S. It's a bunch of intergalactic uh, vampires, but they are trucks, and they suck the fuel out of other trucks, turning them into vampires. Well, no, this is one of my all-time favorite comics. It's glorious. It's funny. It's got some serious bits in it. So basically, the main character, his name's Vic Frankenstein – so he's the one that, that's trying to to figure this out. Tell me it's a crown Vic. No, no, that's he's a human. Vic is what? a human. He's supposed to be yeah. crown Vic Frankenstein. No, he's the, it he's a, the theme. No, he's he's a mechanic. He's the one that's trying to figure out what's Does going on. Does he at least drive him. a crown Vic? He, I'll, I'll get there. I'll get there. So with the help of his interactive garage operations robot, of course. I, Igor. <laughs> Why not? Oh. <laughs> he creates Frankenride <laughs> from the, the parts of all the dead vehicles that Cadlacula has has killed. He just gave my childhood cancer. <laughs> no, really. Bob, you need to read this. It's amazing. I don't know if I do. No, you do. Because the sequel, the sequel is... Is, oh, please, uh, please, please, Nicole, at this point, it's a squeakwall. No, it's the curse of Minnie Van Helsing, and they, uh! have to, they have to go fight the Zumbies, and it's amazing. The things, the artwork, no, you're not even giving this a shot. You've got to give this a shot. It's oh, I'll give it a couple so... shots, all right, too, right in the fucking no, 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 no. basket. Trust me on this. When I say trust me, really, it's amazing. It's so much fun, and especially, and it's good for all ages. And there's so, 
if you like the classic horror films, the the classic monster movies, this is definitely for you. Like I said, I love the classic monster movies, and this was right up my alley. I that, loved it. That that Nicole was utterly punishing. And yes, pun intended on that, but still, <laughs> oh my god. No, you you need to give I don't know why you have such a hard time with this. It's amazing. I don't know either, but it still hurts my soul. No, you go read it. Really. It's so much fun, and the artwork is so much fun. What is it called again? Monster Motors. Monster Motors. <laughs> yeah, Cadlacula kind of looks like the Batmobile. Of course it does. What? <laughs> it's so much fun. I love it. Oh, I was going to say the art. It's very, I kind of like the simplistic art. Yeah, it's very, it's, it's stylized, and I love it. Uh-huh. And Vic kind of looks like Nick, I think. Frankenride stop vampire car. <laughs> You're not helping me. No, it's amazing. It's a lot of fun. Hey, there's a picture <laughs> for the Spike comic, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nick's done a lot of amazing things. He, he's he's worked on that as well. No, go give it a shot. Like I said, it's it's what forty two pages, I think. So. I get cancer from this. I'm blaming you. You're not gonna get cancer. It's amazing. And then they have like a little little bio for each one of the 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 cars in the back as well. Oh my god, it's fun. <laughs> but, 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 but we're wrapping up the show because hey, I'm it's, gonna it's, cry. It's got an eight point six rating on Comicsology, so. <laughs> I'll give it a try. Hopefully, I'll no, forget really. all about its existence until tomorrow when I have to edit, and then I'll the whole time I'm no. editing, I'll just Ugh. no, really. It's like I said, it's one of my all one of my all time favorite one shots ever. And I, how many comics have I read? I've got tons and tons. <laughs> you need to go read it. Oh. oh, I can't say much. One of my favorite comics is basically a milk toast version of Spider Man. It's called Gravity. I, gravity. The one good thing about Civil War is the initiative actually brought Gravity back as a background character. But no, it was about this kid in the Midwest. He was just he got uh, he was out on a boat with his parents. He got caught in a storm, got sucked into a, 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 a whirlpool thing, and he came back with gravity powers. So he thought, hey, you know what? I'm going to for college. I'm going to New York and I'm coming a superhero. So he goes to Midtown University and he right away. He's like, I'm going to stop this, this, uh, this, this robbery. Or it's it's like two supers fighting. Uh huh. Ends up punching the black dude in the face because he thought he was the bad guy, but he was the hero. (laughs) He's like, dude, I'm an Avenger. It's like, oh shit. Uh And then gets his ass handed to him by the villain he was fighting to the point where he kind of gives up. And, uh, well, he meets another hero called the, uh, what, the Greenwich. Greenwich Guardian, he's uh-huh. all like, he's taking him under his wing, and then they keep running afoul of things, and then he gets his ass beat by that villain. So he, he hangs up he hangs up the whole superhero stuff. He kind of falls for this one chick who helps him get out of his shell the first time he got his ass kicked. She thought he got mugged. And uh, come to find out, the guy who was helping him was actually the villain. He was just wanting to fuck with the kid because he remember because <laughs> he was originally the Greenwich Guardian. But then he realized how much shitty it is being a hero, and he saw this kid doing the same thing, and he wanted to fuck with him. Oh, and the yeah. whole through the whole series, everybody thinks he's an X Man because uh-huh. uh, I want you to uh, Google comic Gravity and okay. oh, not Gravity, gravity Falls. falls. <laughs> no, that's 
Oh, wait, I've seen this before. Yeah. I've seen this image Look before. at that symbol on his chest. It's supposed to be, you know, four arrows. Yeah, it looks it like It looks an like an X, so everybody thinks he's a fucking mutant. <laughs> oh. He's like, no, 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 no. Well, not that mutants are bad or anything. It's just, it's just you know, how my powers are gravity-based, and that's how gravity works. Um, hi. <laughs> I love, I, it was just this nice little four issue, four or six, I think it was four, but it was this nice I, little uh, miniseries that I love to death. And if I ever get rid of my comics, that's one that's keeping. I'll have all see, my gambits, all my X factors, all my invincible and gravity. I'll have to check this out. It was good. It was a good, it was a good series. Bam, right in the butt, Bubby. Alrighty. We're going to wrap that up. Cause you need to get ready for work. Don't you? Oh, unfortunately. Alrighty. So that's what I said too. I know it's <laughs> ugh, work's a dick. Work is a pain. I know. I really wish I didn't have to work, or at least work but, constantly. Yeah, part-time jobs wouldn't be too bad, but it yeah. does. It yeah. Just come in for <laughs> either a few hours a day or a couple days a week. Psha. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't hurt no but no bad at oh god that wouldn't hurt no bad. No, I no going, baddie. No, that wouldn't hurt no baddie. That wouldn't hurt no bad. I. <laughs> I actually said to a person today on the phone, as a supervisor, fraudulatory. Okay. I am, because I'm in pain. My back is killing me again, and I'm just... Oh. I, I'm stopped up. I, it's so much I'm in pain. I'm just... Life sucks. So, let's just skip all that, because <laughs> none of that caused me as much pain as... No. Cadillac Dracula or Cadillacula? No, Cadillacula. Yeah, No, sure. Bob. Really, I want each of your listeners to go give this a shot, too, because it's amazing. It's so Okay, you know what? No, I'll I'll hold you to that. All of our listeners should go to that. I just edit the bitch. I don't listen to it, so I don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) No, really. It's so much fun. I'm not kidding. It's a joyful comic. I already did the the outro jingle. All right, so (laughs) we're going to let you guys go. Uh, apologies for this very special episode because my dog is staring at me wanting out. Yeah. Happy right. Halloween, everyone. Oh, yeah. Ha- the Halloween thingy. Yeah. I keep on forgetting it's Halloween. I'm so glad I don't work Monday. How can you forget that it's Halloween? We've... It's the most important day of the year. I think we discussed this on your first episode. I just and... I can't be bothered to care. I am dead. <sighs> my insides are all dead. It's mm. it's my greatest feature. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> I love you, Bob. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we've already told you the Twitter, so, you know, at ABQ podcast. Uh, if you ever want to email us, it's uh, brotherscroll at gmail.com. And hey, if you if this if this hits your particular kink, let your people know. Just if you find a friend that you think that this would be their particular kink. Let them know. Just, you know, get the word out there because it's basically all we got. I've got you, babe. It's a horrible song. I love that song. Uh, you also like Monster Motors. You really should give it a shot. You're <laughs> judging it before you've read it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, I completely forget what most of our outro is, so I'm just going to leave it at that. So, Sid Oliver, until next time, remember... That no one ever truly wins an argument. Especially with that attitude against Monster Motors. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, shit.